J-Lo. Yes. What's up? <clears throat> what up? Um, I'm doing good, bubs. Nice. How are you? I'm doing okay, feeling better. Still have a little bit of that Rona in my throat, but I'm oh, making yeah. it through. Yeah, we both kind of have uh, very little residue left over. Residue of Rona. Re residue of uh, phlegm. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> More specifically, mucus. Yes. <clears throat> but it's a pretty much, uh, <clears throat> uh, pretty much uh, the worst of it is definitely out of our system. I would agree with that. Because uh, we're sounding clearer, where our appetites are coming back, and it's uh, it's gonna be good. I posted on Facebook maybe a week ago, yeah, a recipe that I did, and it got back to my aunt because I said something in the post about how I'm getting over that Rona. And everybody knows that what that means except for JLo over here. Well, you do now. Means. Now you do. I knew what it. I knew what it meant, but I, you're the. I, I was saying that you were the only one I know that actually calls it that. Yeah. So <laughs> it actually turns out that one of my aunts caught that Rona around oh. the same time we did when she was going to Arizona. So she had Rona in Arizona. Oh jeez. But anyways. <laughs> We were. It would, be, it, would be, it would be called Ararona. Oh my goodness! Let me come <laughs> up with the jokes. Okay. You don't like that one? I like mine better. Oh whatever. <laughs> but anyways, mm -hmm. we were emailing last night about you know the symptoms of the coronavirus and whatnot, and I was also texting back and forth with a friend of mine about it too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What did what recipe did you post on there for uh, the last week that you um, made it? It was something very simple, like rice and cheese and, right, 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 right. you know, chicken. I can't remember the last time that you posted something that we made. Um, oh, it might have been our steaks. It might have been. Yeah, because it turned out really good. It did. Yeah. Well, let's talk about something now. That Are we for sure doing chicken tiki masala next weekend? Why don't we talk about that during the week? Oh, because I'm down for it. I, really, I think right. I like it a lot more than you do, though. I, I like it. I, I'm not saying I don't like it. I think it's delicious, but sometimes it's like, I don't want us to get stuck having the same thing over and over again. Okay, so if we don't do that, we're going to try something new then. If we don't do that, we'll either try something new or we'll do something that we haven't done in a while. Uh oh Well, we haven't done tiki masala in a bit. <laughs> oh, well, let me, let me think about it, okay? That's fair. It is only Sunday after all. True. <laughs> We have a few days, huh. you know. The Powerball happened last night, the biggest one in, in U.S. history for $1.6 billion. Wow. Nobody won it. Wow. So they're saying that the price is going to go up to $1.9 I don't know if I'm going to play, but if I do and I win, I'm going to give you... Get ready for this, babes. <laughs> Two whole dollars a rip to off. spend however you want. You know what? Why? I don't want your money. Why not? <laughs> because if you're going to only give me two dollars you're not, and you're going to keep the rest of it, what's the point in getting money from me? I want to teach you how to be a good investor. And you would be a good investor? Oh, I, I would make <laughs> $1.9 billion overnight. I'd say that's pretty good investment. No, but you still have to pay taxes. You don't just uh, get I it know, right away. I know, but you know, you, you get still have to pay. You have to pay taxes before you even get it. I know. And you probably won't even get the whole entire thing right away. There, I've heard people say that if you take the lump sum, <laughs> you actually pay more in taxes than you do 
uh, if you get the payment over like 20 years. Mm. But then if you take the payment over 20 years, you got to think about things like inflation and also what happens if the lottery just disappears. And Mm -hmm. I've heard that if you win the lottery Mm -hmm. and you die, like Mm -hmm. you take the... You die like the next next day or something. Or if you die like a couple years later. Mm -hmm. It's not like your family gets the rest of that payment. Right. But if you take the lump sum, you can leave it to whoever you want. Oh. Wow. Yeah. But you'll be paying more in taxes. Exactly. I just think there's no point in, in it. Um, I, I I mean, it sounds good on paper, but it's like if you have to pay taxes to get something that you want overnight. No, it, but you're also paying like, I don't know, $3 for potentially several million, hundreds of millions of dollars in this case. $3. I don't know. You know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I think you're thinking about this very naively. <laughs> if you pay $3, you got $1.9 billion. That's not exactly a deal. What? <laughs> What'd you say? If you pay $3 only for $1.9 billion, that's not really a No, I think it's deal. more than $3. I don't know how taxes. much it is. No, I'm saying you pay $3 for your ticket, babes. No, I know that. I know that. For the ticket, yes. That's what I was talking about. I thought you were talking about the taxes. No, you absolutely pay more than $3. Unless you're Jeff Bezos, then they give you money for one. (laughs) That's true. Uh, Anyway, I'm very disenchanted with the lottery. Part of me does hope that uh, some evil billionaire wins just to stick it to everybody. Like, what if Elon Musk won the lottery? <laughs> he could very easily win it. Or Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they just decide to burn the money on TV so nobody, so none of the little people get any of it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you would be an evil billionaire. Oh, my goodness. But I would like to win. Oh, okay. Then I, you know, be big pants, and cheese. <laughs> What? Well, okay. You know what I was thinking about, babes? What? You're thinking about a lot of stuff. I was. But if some rapper sells their <clears throat> song catalog, mm-hmm. I'm assuming this is the case to where if it, they did a collaboration with another artist, like let's say Jay-Z with UGK, and uh-huh. it, let's say Jay-Z sold his publishing, then UGK would still have their part of the song, Big Pimpin'. They'd still own a portion of that publishing, it would only be Jay Z's publishing rights. Well, I, I I don't know that for sure though. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how that works. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But uh, apparently, Bruce Springsteen sold his publishing recently. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. To who? Some big corporation <sighs> that's going to use it to promote drone strikes. Drone strikes. I don't know. <laughs> okay. They're going to put the, his music in advertising for Halliburton <laughs> and Trump's political ads. And all oh, that actually, no, that's not going to happen. Why not? Um, he, uh, <clears throat> uh, Bruce Springsteen's a big lib. Yeah, but he sold his publishing rights. I know, but it doesn't mean it's going to happen that way. Uh-oh. Oh they can goodness. use it however they want to now. He doesn't own it. I know. Yeah. They can make it. They can put it in commercials. Yeah. They can put a lot of his stuff in commercials. For Roundup. Roundup? Yeah. Oh, Roundup is not good. I know. It's a weed killer. It's... I know what it is, babes. Okay, good. I just want Produced to... by Monsanto's. Produced by Monsanto. Yeah. 
Your favorite people. They're <laughs> not my favorite people. I thought they were. No. Okay. They're selling poison. Well, good. Yeah, good. Yeah. We had trouble sleeping last night, JLo. Or I, I, I guess we I didn't. Know I did. We didn't, but we woke up super early. Yeah. <sighs> I woke up at 2.30, and I went to sleep about between 10 and 11. I woke up at 2.30, hoping to get back to sleep by about 3 or whatever, and I did not get back to sleep at all. I remember you came back into the bedroom. It woke me up for a second. Then I fell asleep and woke up about an hour later. Mm -hmm. So you've been up for a while now, babes. I, uh, yes, I was, yes. Uh oh But that is something I'll be doing later on. What's that? Sleeping. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to go back to sleep, and I was successful. You were. This was I around was 7, I think. That is true. And I was out until about 8.13. That is true. Yes. What were you doing when I was sleeping? Uh, I was just lying there trying to figure out why can't my body shut down. Oh, my goodness. What I was doing. You sort of missed around with me. <laughs> you were sleeping. You could have woke me up. Bub. Just fun. You have some weird fantasies. You know that? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, you do. Oh, my goodness. Or you have a weird imagination. No. It's very normal. No, it isn't. Oh, it is. Uh, well, it does help if you if you are a creative person to have a very weird imagination. <laughs> like, oh, goodness. Yep, we're working on the show, getting everything together, all that good stuff. At least a script. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be a fun project. Whether or not it's going to get off the ground, I don't know. We're going to try, though. Well, we got to bring these characters to life. Well, who would you... Okay. Say we finish the script, whenever yes. that is, right? Maybe in the next year. Mm -hmm. Who are we going to distribute it to? Well, we want it to be on CBS. Mm -hmm. So first we got to worry about casting, pitch, pitching it to a studio, all that type of stuff. Has there ever been a time where lay people like ourselves actually wrote a script and submitted it to a big um, network? Yeah, absolutely. Who? The dude who did that show, The O.C., yep. I think I remember reading that he only lived in Hollywood for like two weeks. Wow. And he pitched the show and got it made. <clears throat> now, that's a little bit of a different situation because I don't know if he's still successful. He pitched the show and got what? He got it made. Wow. And then um, there's other people. Huh. Roseanne was, I mean, I know that she had people who, producers who she worked with. And but, she wrote some of the jokes, yep. Yeah, but she wasn't really that famous when they did the show. She had been on The Tonight Show, but and, it wasn't uh, like she was hosting it. And I think she was on Star Search, too. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, um, I, I've done a few things here and there. Oh. Nothing like The Tonight Show, though. Yeah. Or who Star knows? Search. Maybe, maybe, maybe your goodness might be... <laughs> Maybe the um the one to uh, get a good lineup for CBS. I don't know. I don't watch CBS anymore. So you know what's going to happen, base. I'm going to win the lottery, oh. fund the pilot episode, and then we're going to sell it to CBS and make a ton more money. Oh my goodness! And then, like in ten years, when the lottery is up to like eight billion dollars, I'm going to win it again <laughs> and just like bathe in the money and put out a YouTube video of me. Acting like Scrooge McDuck. Oh, one can dream, I guess. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. Yes. Scrooge, Scrooge McDucky. Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck is a cartoon character. I know that, babes. <laughs> okay. I just wanted you to make sure. <laughs> you, thought, you thought I thought he was real? 
No, but when you said Scrooge McDuck, I was thinking, why are you talking about Scrooge McDuck? Because I'm talking about swimming in money, babes. And that's what he was doing, huh? Yeah. Uh oh. I did. I did like Scrooge McDuck. He's greedy, but he was greedy. Some people like him. He he was greedy, but I liked um I liked the guy who um played his voice. But you know, it's very much in that vein of promoting capitalism to kids. Oh. It is. Oh. Because you have this guy named Scrooge McDuck who has all this money, and yet him and the kids he adopts are the heroes to the story. That's right. So it's I, like, well, that, those are his nephews, Bubs. I know, but he still he adopted adopt them. Yes, he did. Who are they living with, babes? That that's his, that's their uncle, Bubs. I know, but you can adopt and, um, a member of your family. And then uh, the one little girl is a uh, Webigail. Yeah, and she's the daughter of the maid, uh, Mrs. Beakley. Right, but the the, the point is, babes. That he adopted those kids, and now they go around fighting crime, and so it's like a big love letter to capitalism. Oh, Bob, it's just a cartoon. It's just a cartoon. Oh goodness! Oh my god! Oh my god! We can talk in the world. Well, what? what are you talking about? It's on the capitalism to kids. Oh, what? Okay, let's go on now. Uh, let's go on, Bob. I don't want to talk about uh, what you're talking about. No, not right now, anyway. Oh, my goodness. But, I, I mean, that wasn't my favorite cartoon, but I did like watching it. I liked it a lot. I'm into the idea of capitalism, but, you know, recognize what it is. But I thought it was a fun cartoon. I like, um, I like uh, Tailspin better. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, good. You know what cartoon I didn't what cartoon I really didn't care for in the um the uh Disney afternoon lineup was um I didn't care for Peter Pan and the Pirates. I don't even think I saw that one. Um it's basically about um tales of uh, <clears throat> Peter Pan and in Never Neverland and um Wendy is um Wendy's getting older and she meets this little girl that happens to be her daughter in the future. That's weird. It is weird, but that's what that's how they set it up in the cartoon. That one must have come up later in the Disney afternoon lineup. That was in the nineties. That was like um in the same lineup as um Goof Troop. Why do I not remember it then? I don't know. Okay. Ducktales Ducktales came before Tailspin. Yeah, but um, Ducktales was also it wasn't just on the Disney afternoon. Like it was it was it it had a life outside of that too. Yeah, but what I'm saying is um, <clears throat> Peter Pan and the Pirates was in the same lineup as um, Tiny Teen Adventures, Goof Troop, um, and uh, and Tailspin. I don't think Tiny Toon was part <clears throat> of the Disney afternoon. Um, it was it was later on in the day. It was like at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, I think. Oh, because I think here it was on Fox, and the Disney afternoon stuff was on Channel 12. Which I know Channel um, Twelve now is Fox, but back then it was Channel Forty. I, I think it was on the. Oh, maybe it wasn't. I can't remember now. I I think maybe it was on Fox in because in Hawaii it was different. Mm. So I couldn't tell you. It was di it was different than um where you had it on there, Bubs. Oh, well, I was here on the mainland, babes. I know, Bubs. Oh. I wasn't. Well, good. So what? So what? I still love you. <sighs> what? Oh no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I did. I did like um Tailspin. That's good. <laughs> yeah. For what it was. Well, of course, I liked um Animaniacs better than Tiny Toon Adventures. Animaniacs was the shit. I really liked it. <laughs> what? Okay. It's a cartoon, but it's not that great. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a good cartoon. I like it. 
Oh my goodness. But you act like it's like the best cartoon ever. It was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. You. <laughs> okay. Ow. Well, uh, I was just trying to tickle your, your armpit. nails. No, it's just, give me a kiss. No. Because I'm not the one who started the tickle war. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry. All right, give me a kiss. Oh. Why does the word shit bother you? Oh, ah! oh. I told you already, but I don't need to go over this ad nauseum. All right, give me a kiss. Oh, wow. <laughs> you. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, kissy. Okay. Mmm. Oh. That's some good stuff. Aye, aye, aye. What? Okay. Okay. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Whoa. Yes. Have you been doing, you, I guess you haven't been doing any reading. Uh, not since I was sick. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to um, get back into it this week, though, because um, my energy is starting to come back now. Yeah. But there, there that during that whole week, I'm like, I don't want to read. I don't want to, I don't want to eat anything. I am just so tired. I, I that's how I felt like. I would like to start that book, Lolita. <laughs> oh no, no, I no, no. Believe me, I do too. Okay. I do too. Yes. I finished the book Chip Wars this morning. That's the one with the um. What kind of chips were they? It's a, the semiconductors. Not potato chips. No, we talked about that before. I know. I know. I know I'm just making know. sure. <laughs> and I don't know what semiconductor chips are. They're in a lot of products we use. Okay. So it it was a good book. It didn't make me feel that uh, positive about the future of semiconductors. Oh, wow. But uh, it was interesting. Huh. Yeah. So they pretty much power everything on that we have. They power most of the stuff we have, yes. Wow. Yeah. Including microwaves, wow, washer and dryers, yeah. And if a, a couple factories get attacked in Taiwan, they say that that would. I guess I, I I had it wrong when I was reading the synopsis of the book. It wouldn't destroy the entire semiconductor industry, but it would like destroy like thirty four percent of it, wow. which would set us back at least ten years because it's not like you can just build these factories overnight. Uh-huh. It takes like. They say if we were rushing, it would take us like 10 years to build the factories. And because <laughs> it's not just that you build them, but the machines are very intricate. Uh-huh. And you need people with specialized degrees to build these machines. Wow. Yeah. So they really have to know what they're doing. Yeah. So if <laughs> Taiwan gets attacked and they destroy the semiconductor plants, we're SOL for what? Uh-oh. Yeah. And I've heard people speculate online who have read the book. Yeah. I don't know if this is true or not, that if something like that did happen, uh-huh. then the government might come around and take all of our electronics. I don't know if that's true, but they did say in the book that if there was an attack like this, mm-hmm. we probably wouldn't have any new smartphones for a long time. Wow. Or any new technology, really. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Okay. That sounds depressing. It does. I don't want to read a book like that. I want to read happy books. It sounds very depressing. Yeah. Well, that's why you're reading 112263. That's right. Yeah. So you can get get happy. It is a really a happy book, but it's a good one though. It is good, but mm-hmm. it, there's not a there's 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 funny parts in it, but there's some very unhappy parts. That's true. Yeah. 
I like it. Kind of depressing. <laughs> but kind of funny, but kind of... <laughs> Make me laugh. Yeah. Maybe laugh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you sound really tired, babes. I'm not right now. Oh, good. I may be a little bit, but I don't feel it right now. That's good. Yeah. Yes. How come every time my voice is low like this, you're like, you so tired, babe? Well, I would ask the question, how come like 20 minutes after I say you, you sound really tired, babes, you say, oh, Bob, you actually am boy, you tired. That, that, that didn't happen today, did it? It hasn't happened so far. It hasn't been 20 minutes. Oh. <laughs> hey. What? You, you mocking boy. No, I'm not. I'm just saying it how it is. I love my yeehaw girl. Oh. Let me kiss. Hey. What? No, Gwolfie. No, That's what I say, babes. I know. Actually, no. I say it. You oh, don't. Oh, you do? Yes. Well, good. I'm the one who says it the most. Anyway, um, we had a really good dinner last night, didn't we? Yes. It was good. And so we were making the chicken and the rice. Mm-hmm. And you just wanted to keep the rice in the slow cooker. But I said we, we should probably no. take it out now. No, 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 no. I, no, I, I wanted to keep the, are you talking about turn off the slow cooker? No, I'm yeah. talking about taking the stuff out of the slow cooker. You would just want to keep the chicken in there and keep it cooking. Well, no, I wanted to see, I want, I wasn't sure if it was done cooking or not. So I just had you look at it. Yes. And, so, and you said it looked really good. I said I could tell it was done. Okay. Yes. It was good. I was really glad that I bought the um the chicken thighs that I got mm -hmm. because they were cut up and um um I have bought them before and I we didn't have to worry about any bones and it turned out super good. We marinated them in salt and pepper the day before and uh put carrots and uh Yukon Golds and it was good. It was really good and the, and the rice turned out pretty good too. A lot of people like the pictures on Facebook. Very good. Yeah. They didn't make any comments? No, it was just liking it. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Very good. That's right there. Jay well good? Jay well good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. We had a fun talk this morning. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Just yes. going over life. I only recorded about half of it, though. Okay. And then we, and then a lot of times we were talking about our, um, our idea for our script. To what was going to happen. Yes, we're brainstorming, as they <laughs> say in the industry. Yeah, and then um, you were coming up with some strange um, ways to torture the family. Like what? Um, oh, no, 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 not torture the family, but to make um, the... Um, the mother of the um the mother and the family to sound like a really um legalistic person. <laughs> She's gonna protest Full House. Well, her husband is a news director, and they're gonna start airing Full House before the evening news. So she starts protesting the station, and it's a big episode with some drama in it because obviously she's protesting the station that her husband works at. And then luckily. The end of it, she gets them to agree not to air Full House. And she's all excited because she doesn't really know a lot of TV. She just sits the family around. And she's like, they were replacing it with some show called Married with Children. <laughs> Fade to Black episode ends as they're waiting for Married with Children to start. I thought that was kind of funny. Thank you. Because they don't, they don't show the episode. No, 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 no. They just show them anticipating watching it. Because she thinks with the title, like, Married with Children, it might be a good, wholesome show. And it's even funnier because she works for her own um, media company, mm -hmm. and they do rip-offs of, of real movies. Yeah. And it's very, like, 
bland and, you know, it's, it, it's just a little too, um, cookie cutter or whatever. Yeah. I agree. Yes. I told you babes. Yes. That before you. Before me. I was briefly dating a girl whose family, uh, was kind of sheltered when it came to watching TV. They sheltered her. I, and her brother too. And her, well. Um, not, not to the point to where they couldn't do anything by themselves, okay, okay. but as far as like what they would watch on TV, like, I guess there was some episode of Full House, Full House and I guess Full, Full House, like Uncle Jesse and Aunt Becky lived together before they got married. No, they didn't. Okay. No, 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 no. They were married and they were kissing in the attic because that's where they were living. Yeah, yeah. But didn't they live? I know I told you that part of it this morning. But didn't they live bef together before they got married? No, they didn't. Oh, how did that work? No, then? no, no. What happened is, is that they were going to move to Becky's apartment when they got married. Yeah. And they realized that they didn't want to live there because it was too small. And they ended up moving into the Tanner's attic. Okay. But for some reason, so they never lived together before. No, they never did. Wow. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, they never, they never did. Oh, well, her parents thought that Full House was a little bit too extreme. I, I was kind of laughing at that. I'm like, how extreme is it? Because uh -huh. all you got is like a, a big family in one house. Jesse and Aunt, Uncle Jesse and Aunt Becky are living up in the attic. You got um, Danny and Joey who were um, friends taking care of the three girls. Um, because her um, and and their mom died. I mean, yeah. it, it didn't sound like a. It doesn't sound like a very uh, risque show to me. Mm. Well, her parents didn't like the relationship between Uncle Jesse and Aunt Becky. They thought it was a little bit too raunchy. Apparently, <sighs> I don't understand these people. I know. And meanwhile, their daughter kind of went, you know, a little bit extreme. Uh, yeah. I mean. I mean, uh, if they only knew what she did with you, <laughs> they would really, um, they would really thumb their noses. Oh my goodness. They probably would. Yeah, they would. Yeah. They would. We had some. Interesting all right. All right. <laughs> what? All right. What? All right. We I, have to go into details. Interesting times, uh, man. That could mean that we read some good books uh, together. Uh, no, if they only knew that, um, the only way that you guys were able to do anything fun was alcohol, then I, I think they would thumb their noses. Oh my goodness. Give me well, you even admitted it. I said that the times we were with each other, I may have been a little bit intoxicated all those times. Hmm, I wonder why. Okay, give me a kiss. <laughs> okay, enough about that one. Because they weighs a daughter who is hard to deal with. Oh my goodness. Yeah, especially since they couldn't find her. What do you mean they couldn't find her? Her dad couldn't find her in a sea of... <laughs> remember that story? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So she was a she fancied herself a writer, and she wrote this story about how her dad and her dad was not blind, but he had issues finding her in a sea of people at this conference. Didn't she say that was true? That was true. Okay. So she was a, I, oh, okay. I guess I can talk about this a little bit. She was albino. Yeah. So she had you know, <laughs> uh, the gray hair and everything, but and the, the white skin. Yeah. Yeah, but but when I was dating her, she had dyed her hair purple. Uh huh. So it wasn't like I was dating grandma. <laughs> okay yeah but before then you know she had the gray hair or the white hair or whatever it is and her dad went to a conference and had uh issues recognizing his daughter i wonder how that works like what is the um recessive genes that cause um albino 
Albinism. Albinism, yeah. I don't know. Because there, there has to be like um, something in the um, mutations or something to that effect. I have a cousin who does plumbing work with his dad. Yeah. Out in Hawaii. Yeah, that one. And, you know, they have to like, <clears throat> occasionally they have to get rid of all these rats and whatnot. Ew. But one thing he said is it's really weird uh-huh. seeing rats that are albino. Oh, and It nasty. kind of freaks them out. Ew. Yeah. Ugh. And they have to get it out of the sewage system, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. So it's not just unclogging sinks, but it's going into the the sewage and stuff. That's that. basically what I said, yeah. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Ew. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that, that, that sounds weird. <laughs> but hopefully yeah. this girl who I used to date can watch Full House in Peace now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if her... um. If her family is in a different state, yes, she probably could. Yeah, they live on the East Coast. Okay. And I think she still lives here in Portland, <clears throat> but I could be wrong. Well, you do have a friend who might know about that. Yeah, we have one mutual friend. Yeah. That's about it, really. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, he might know about that. <laughs> but um, but you're not you're not in a hurry to look for this person, are you? No, I'm not. And I am better off not having ever met her in the first place. Oh, my goodness. I would say that. Well, true. it could be a possibility that I may have met her but didn't know who she was. Anything's possible, babe. It's just like her dad. You may have met her <laughs> and not realize it was her. Oh. <laughs> no, I, it's possible I may have met her but didn't know who she was. Oh. Which would be kind of strange. I could agree with that. Yeah. Yes. That's one of my biggest fears is... Meeting one of your one of your exes at the most in uh, the most the weirdest place ever. I don't know. I don't think you need to worry too much about that, babes. People run into each other and life goes on. I know Portland's a big city, but anything's possible, babes. That's true. You almost met one of my exes. I not know. That long ago. I'm glad I didn't have to. Yeah, and that would have been a very very weird weird conversation and i don't think that's gonna happen but (laughs) no it isn't maybe with some of the other ones we could put together um a get together no bubs and have like a small festival bubs what's up are you really trying to torture me no (sighs) because i love my viewable you have a you have have some weird ideas why why is that well because i don't want to i don't i wouldn't want you to meet any of my exes why would you want to do that Uh, it's called a joke babes i know we don't need to have a rick fest a bad Bad it's a bad joke oh my goodness it's a bad joke no it's not no we don't have to have um rick's x fest (laughs) x fest (laughs) x fest yes (laughs) like festivus yes the X Festivus for the rest of us. I'm very glad you're staying here for Christmas. And you said that That's you're going like. to decide this week whether or not you're going to um, um, Thanksgiving. Well, I'm going to ask my mom and see what she says about it. Yeah. You should word it like <laughs> that one dude in the champ when he's asking the kid whether or not he wants to go and live with his you rich mom. You don't want to do that, do you? You know, mom, do you really want to come back to the mainland for Thanksgiving where the weather is bad and there's all this family drama? Or do you want to stay out in Hawaii where you don't have to worry about running into your ex-husband and you can hang out with uh, one of your other kids? You she know? only has one ex-husband, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, how did I say it? Running into any of your ex-husbands, I'm like, she only has one. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> yeah. Bubs. What? I worded it wrong because I'm dyslexic, <laughs> but you get the gist. I get the That's gist. how I would phrase it to her. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was it was it was almost like the dad was uh, manipulating the the questions like you don't want to go to a you don't want to live with your, you know, in in a nice in a nice um house when you could live with me. And, right. And I'm like, wow, way to way to way to manipulate the kid into thinking differently. <laughs> I don't know. That's so the dad was kind of dysfunctional. Yeah, and that's how you should approach things with your mom when it comes to Thanksgiving. I think. No. 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 At least I'm getting you for Christmas the edge. Hey, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I haven't spent Christmas with my family in three years. Oh. Well. Good for them, they actually. Hey, whoa. Oh, my. You know, they got to they gotta live their own life, babes. Oh, my. And, you know, they got to practice independence, too. So, this is good. Actually, thing. it's been f- almost four years. Wow. It's 2019, 2020, 2020. Yeah, this will be the fourth year. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I went in 2000. I went in 2018. I know. Okay, so, that, so it's, I guess it's almost three years now. No, it, well, th- four Christmases, though. Oh. This will be the fourth Christmas. Yeah, I hope yes. Three years, four Christmases. That'll be a name for an X-Action movie. There is a movie called Four Christmases already. I know, but it's not three years, four Christmases, babes. Uh, Got you there, Jay Wool. Oh, my goodness. I I have not seen that one. That looked a little bit cheesy, though. I don't know. I thought there were some funny parts in it. Mm-hmm. I thought that um Vince Vaughn and, and Reese Witherspoon play a funny couple. Yeah. But that's just me. Yeah, that's interesting. Whenever I think of Reese Witherspoon, one, I used to kind of know somebody who knew her, but also... Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, that one. Um, But also, I think of that uh, tape when she was pulled over by the cops. That did not make her look good. Mm -hmm. She was very drunk, I heard. And and she kept asking the officer, do you know who I am? It's like, yeah, why do you think I pulled you over? Yeah, why do you think I pulled you over? And I'm thinking to myself, it doesn't even matter... If, you know, however famous you are, if you have to be arrested, you're going to be arrested. Yeah. It's like cruel intense and sucks. It did. It was a bad movie. Yeah. And we all know that you don't like it. No, I never said that. I guess I just technically did say that, but you know. Yes, you did, Bubs. But I don't go around spouting, you know, philosophy. I'm not like Missy Goodness. I'm not going to (laughs) protest. A station for airing it. Well, first off, that's that's our character's name. That's our character's name. And she's not real. Oh. Although it is fun um, thinking about ideas for her because she sounds like a, <laughs> she sounds very uptight. Yeah. Really uptight. <laughs> yes. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but no, it did, that, that clip did not make her look good. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Very good. Very good there. Oh, very good there. But we'll have to watch some good movies for the holidays. Okay. Yeah. And if you stay here for Thanksgiving, we're going to have to watch some good ones, too. I mean, I know we strive to watch good movies every weekend, but I think we got to take it up a notch for the holidays. Uh-oh. You know. We got to look. We got to look. I remember when we watched on um, um, something about Fifth Avenue. It happened on Fifth Avenue. That was a great movie. Was, yeah. That was really good. Mm-hmm. And I and I really enjoyed... Um, Wait, Life with Father. Was that a Christmas one? No, but that's still a good film. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I think we should like watch like super, super old Christmas music movies just because there's there's something about them I like. Oh, which ones would we watch though? I have to think about that one. Oh, yeah, and we don't have to like watch every movie. Doesn't have to be a Christmas. It doesn't one. have to be a Christmas one, but there has to be at least one. Okay. Okay. You're more traditional than I am. In all I ways. am. I I love I love the Christmas season. I, what can I say? I mean, it it was big at my house. <laughs> it was very big at my house, yes. and so was Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. Well, good. When when all the all the plates and trivets of food are out and all that. We're gonna make a lot of food this year for Christmas. Are we? And maybe Thanksgiving. If I stay for Thanksgiving. If I stay for Thanksgiving, Bob, don't get your hopes up. We'll see. I don't know what's going to happen, though. Yeah. I have to, I have to ask my family what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> yes. Good. But we'll see. Yes. At least I'm getting you for Christmas there. Yeah. Yes, Bubs. Yes. Babes, what do you want to talk about? Well, we have to talk about the movies, Bubs. Oh, good point. We We still have to talk about that. Yes. Why don't you um give a brief overview of the Sharon Jones documentary? Because it was pretty, it was kind of heavy, actually. In two thousand and twelve, I am in a band, and we're not the best band. We had we had a couple of people who were kind of stragglers. I, on I heard stories. I heard stories. You heard stories. Very very interesting stories. I'm sure you did. Yes, from you. Right. And other people. Yes. But one of the guys in the band turned me on to Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. And what's interesting is I had heard the name the Dap Kings before because Tyleb Kweli mentioned them on, I believe, the first Reflection Eternal album. Oh, well. He made more than one? Yeah. The second one really isn't that good. Okay. I think it's called Beats of a Revolution. Oh, well. <clears throat> um, by the way. Quick side note. Yeah. You know what I heard about the new Black Star album? They they have another one? Well, the one that came out earlier this year. Okay. That was a follow-up to their 1998 album. Okay. You know, they it's so prolific, two albums in 25 years. <laughs> but I heard it's exclusive to one streaming services that is mainly known for podcasts. Oh, really? So you have to pay $5 a month. To listen to the new Black Star album on a, on a thing that only has one album and the rest of it is is just podcasts. What a ripoff! Yeah, I know. Five dollars just to hear the whole album. So, see, this is going to be the death of streaming services because people don't want to have these walled gardens to where you have to have all these different services to listen to specific albums or watch one or two TV shows. Yeah, I, I don't get that. I really think that BitTorrent is going to come back in popularity within the next few years because people are tired of this stuff. Yeah, I, I, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Why would somebody have to pay $5 just to listen, just to, listen to an album? One album. One album, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think the paid wall thing is about to really blow up in people's faces. We'll see. Because they're getting too greedy again. Uh-oh. That's my opinion. What do you think? I don't know. Oh. I'm not on these sites, so I really don't have an opinion. <laughs> I'm getting rid of Disney Plus. My subscription is running out next week. Ugly. Because it's too goody goody unless you have a VPN. And even then, it's a little bit complicated. Do I want to pay all that money just to use a VPN? No. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel about what I just said? Well, it's your prerogative. I'm, I don't have Disney Plus, so 
I don't really care. Yeah. I'm not. I don't. Yeah. I I I could care less about Disney Plus to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anywho. J Lo. Let's get back <sighs> to the movie. Yes. I start listening to the Dap Kings in 2012 and really enjoyed their music. Mm-hmm. In 2016, I heard an interview with Sharon Jones mm-hmm. talking about a new documentary. And for some reason, I thought it was a Netflix exclusive because it was on that service for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, Sharon Jones died later that year. Yeah. And I kept telling myself I was going to watch it. Never did until last night. Uh-huh. And it basically... <laughs> focuses on her getting over her cancer diagnosis. Uh, treatments. Treatments. Yeah. She's getting treatments, and she moved in with a friend of hers for a few months. Yeah, and the, it was like eight months, I think. Seven, I think. Seven or eight months. Her friend was a nutritionist. Yeah. They had known for years since they were in their 20s. And I think the friend said that Sharon actually sang at her wedding. It was yeah, somewhere over the rainbow. rainbow. Yeah. And uh-huh. they played a small clip of it in the yeah. film. yeah. I don't know if the friend stayed married to the husband or not, but... I don't know. We didn't see the husband. I don't think they did, but it's still a cool scene. Yeah. It was really powerful to see... One, I I know her music, but I didn't really know a whole lot about Sharon Jones. Yeah. Outside of she put out these albums. Mm Mm-hmm. It was cool to see her interaction with her friends. It was sad at some points. Yeah, it was. There's the scene where she's in church, and you can tell that she's kind of struggling to sing along. She can't. She she can't breathe at this point. She's struggling. Yes. Um. She talked about her mom. Yeah, there's also a part of the movie where she gets upset with the band because they decided not to do dinner with her. Yeah. And and I could tell that that part, and I may I could be wrong about this that she was going through a lot of um, mental things mm-hmm. because she has to deal with this cancer, and she doesn't know you know she wants to keep her friend her her uh, bandmates close to her, and I understand why. And she also felt too that they were using her as a cash cow. Yeah, and. I'm sympathetic to a lot of stuff she was going through except for that. Yeah. Because the albums are released as Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Absolutely. Yeah. So what do you think they're going to do? They're going to use her as a cash cow. Well, I would rephrase it differently. I mean, it yeah. doesn't mean that they don't love her and it doesn't mean that they don't want her to do well outside of just financial reasons. Right. But part of the thing about fronting a band is... You need to be there so that they can make money, too. And it was hard for them, too, because these musicians were not making a lot of money because the more shows that they didn't do, the less money they were going to have. Yeah. And, um, you know, they had to work around her schedule because she was sick and they didn't know what was going to happen to her. And there's a certain bias or prejudice that I have to where... And I told you, it doesn't make any sense, especially now that I've gotten older yeah. and I've met people of some renown. Yeah. To where I think if I've heard of an artist, uh-huh. that means that they're probably doing okay financially. And this documentary, I believe, was shot in 2013. So not yeah. too long after I heard of the Dap Kings, but I was already into their music. Mm-hmm. And I just assumed that they didn't have to work anymore, which is definitely not the, the case. No, and, and the same thing could happen with actors, too. Like, they could have, like, a a really good show for however many seasons, and it's 
it goes away. Yeah, I've known actors like that. Yeah. Who had had success. Yeah. But it wasn't like they could live the rest of their life without working. Yeah, it's um it's it's different. Some people are able to sustain it and some people are not able to sustain it. Mm-hmm. There was one story, and I told you this last night that this got to me. Mm-hmm. The band is kind of talking after their first rehearsal with Sharon. Yeah. She leaves, and one of the members said, I think I was he said something like, I was gonna buy a house over the summer. And two banks rejected me because they uh, looked up Sharon and saw that she was struggling with her health conditions. Wow, yeah. Or health issues. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was interesting. I didn't understand that. Yeah. I wonder how that works in the band. Is it an equal split between her or does she get a little bit more money? Or maybe they get the same upfront fees, but she has more of the publishing. Uh, And I actually don't know if she writes the lyrics. They didn't go into that. Or if she gets help. Right. You know. Right. Well, I like that they showed uh, clips of the band um, in concert. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. How she showcased the drummer and um, she was talking about one of her bandmates that was this Jewish guy that really likes um, soul music. And um, how, I mean, she had a really good backup band. Really good band. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. And uh, you told me that they were Amy Winehouse's backup band. That's what I heard is that they played on the Amy Winehouse albums. Yeah. No, maybe I got that wrong, but that's what was told to me. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you think just working with Amy Winehouse, they would have been set for life, but I know, but I then not. she, but then she died too. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, babes. I don't know. You don't. Yeah. You don't. I think you had to be like a really prominent band. To make a lot of money off of your performances, I guess. Yeah, and also there's a lot of them, too. Uh-huh. Um, at one point near the end of the movie, was his name Guy something? Dave Guy. Dave Guy left the Dap Kings to work on the Jimmy Fallon version of The Tonight Show with the Roots. Yes. Which, in retrospect, and I, I hate to say this because I loved her work was a bright move because Sharon Jones died a couple years later. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't know how she was going to handle it. Yeah. Yeah. I like the interaction between her and her doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the scene where she's getting, I believe, chemotherapy. Yes. And the guy sitting across from her is a fan, and they start yeah. talking a little bit. Yep. That was cool. That was cool. And I like how she was talking to the one patient where he had cancer before and beat it. Yeah. And he said, well, I, I got, it came back again, but I told the doctor, well, you know, I beat it the first time. Just watch. I'm going to beat it the next time. So we don't know what happened to this guy. We don't. He might've died like the next night, but right. he was alive when he said that. Yes. Or he could be thriving <laughs> for all we know. Yeah. There was a part of it, which was. It reminded me that Sharon Jones was an actual person. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. It's where she's talking about her TV schedule for the day. Uh-huh. Oh, she's yeah. Like, I watch this in the morning. I, I watch, listen to that. I watch The View. I watch The Talk. After after I watch The Chew, and I'm like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, and I think somebody like Sharon Jones is, like, being above all that. And but I know that she was sick. It's a different sick, si- yeah. different si- situation. But I would just imagine in in situation like that that she would just like read books or 
listen to old records. But I think maybe that was her way of relaxing. It was. Yeah. It was, but it, it was interesting for me is what I'm saying. Yeah, I just thought it was kind of funny. I'm like, oh, wow. And she was a big Ellen fan. Yes, she was, because she was told that she was going to be on Ellen. And she's like, I really want to dance with that lady. Well, even before then, she said that Ellen was one of the shows she liked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. When she's talking about her TV schedule. Yeah, and it's like, I don't think of Ellen DeGeneres as cool or hip in any way. And I that's how I see Sharon Jones. So for somebody like her to say that Ellen is somebody she admires, it's yeah. kind of like, oh, that's interesting to me. Yeah, I uh, I used to watch her show um, before when I used to think she was funny. Um, and obviously, I mean, over the years, I stopped watching her show for whatever <laughs> reason. I don't know why. But I thought she had some funny things going on in her show. And it was... It was fun to watch, uh, but after a while, I stopped watching it. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I think my cousin was trying to get into the audience. Oh, wow. But I don't know if she made it. I, I can't remember. I know that she was um she was uh going on a trip, and one of the stops that she went to was California with her friends. I don't know if this is true, babes. Okay. But... So I went to a blindness training center out in Colorado. Right. And one or two students there were not blind. Let's put it to you that way. Uh-huh. Yeah. And there was this girl I was interested in, sighted chick, who was faking being blind. She told me. Now, she might have been lying because obviously she's lying about blindness. What right, right, right. She, How, what know, else is she going to lie Manipulating about? the truth. Right. But she told me that as a kid, she wrote a letter to Bob Barker who hosts the Prices Right at the time. Uh-huh. And as a result of that letter, her and her family got free tickets to see the Prices Right. That could have happened. It, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. Um, Bob Barker's really old now. He's probably going to die soon, babes. I know. Yeah. He's old. But there were some funny things that happened when he was um when he was hosting the Prices Right. Yeah, he might have been a perv, but he was good on that show. He was. You thought he was a pervert? He got sued uh, for sexual harassment by a bunch of di- different women, and this oh, was wow. back in the day, like I think the early nineties. Really? Yeah. This this isn't this like after Me Too it came out. It was like known that he was kind of a I, pervy dude. I didn't know that. I I just know that there were um some uh, attractive looking girls that were um that were taking care of the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that was enticing people to um to be a contestant. And he was very into having people get their dogs and cats spayed or neutered. Yeah. Because he would say that at the end of every episode, I think. I think I heard about that, yes. Yeah. Mm. He must have made a ton of money. I think so. Yeah. I I and now I expect him to die any day. But I thought that he was gonna kick the bucket almost as soon as he left the price is right because I think he was already in his eighties. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he was close to um, you know, his last days on earth. I don't know. Yeah, but he's an old guy. Yes. Yeah. And old I, man. Yep, and I still love you. Old man Barker. Oh Barker, woof woof, okay. Woof woof. Woof woof. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he hosted that show before we were born. Uh, yes, I believe so. My grandma loves that show. A lot of people's grandmas did. 
And she also likes a uh, Wheel of Fortune, and she likes any game show with money in it. Yeah, and and Jeopardy. <laughs> Jeopardy's cool. Jeopardy is really fun. I should watch it more. Yes. Yeah, we lost Alex. Alex Trebek. I know. Yeah. Who's hosting it now? I want to say Mayim Bialik, but that could be wrong. Mayim Bialik is super smart. Though. We could ask Miss A. Alexa, who's the current host of Jeopardy? Oh. Okay, so I guess it's Mayim Bialik and Ken I, Jennings. I know that Ken, in case you couldn't hear it. I know that Ken Jennings won um, a lot of money on Jeopardy. He was like the reigning champion for a very long time. He's a smart guy. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. He wrote a book about his experience on Jeopardy. Really? I haven't read it, but I've heard of it. I might have to check that out. Wow. And I keep telling myself that I'm going to read the book that Alex Trebek wrote. I thought, I thought you were saying that LeVar Burton was going to host Jeopardy. Well, he... If I remember right, when Alex Trebek died, they were doing things with rotating hosts. Hmm. And LeVar Burton was one of the people who was a guest host for a while. And the people thought that he was going to get it. But apparently, and this is the rumor, mm -hmm. is that the producer of the show was like an over-the-top racist dude and didn't want LeVar Burton to host it for that reason. Are you, are you serious? I, that's the rumor I heard. I don't know if oh. that's true. Wow. Um, I you know what I've I've seen maybe a couple of interviews with Alex Trebek, and he seems like a really nice guy. Yeah, he does. From Canada. Mm -hmm. yeah. Didn't you say that he said um, the one thing I did change is I I used to eat um I used to eat a um a Snickers bar for breakfast or something. And then I switched to, what was it? Earth? Okay. So here's what happened. But yeah, a couple of years before he died, he was on Howard Stern mm -hmm. and it was a really interesting interview. I think I've may have talked about this here before, but he <clears throat> had had a heart attack. Yeah. I think like five years before that. So Howard uh -huh. is like, well, how did the heart attack cha change your life? And he said something, hope I'm getting this right. But he said, before I had a heart attack, my breakfast each morning was a Pepsi and a Hershey's bar. Uh -huh. And after my heart attack, I changed to a Snickers bar and a uh, bo and a bottle of Coke. <laughs> it was something like that. It was really funny. <laughs> That's kind of funny. I yeah. wonder if he was half joking. I'm sure. I, I hope he was. I hope he was too. <laughs> well, I told you the thing about my stepmom, right? What was that? I got to hear this. Yeah, I, I don't know if she wants me saying it here, but I don't think she listens. She may not listen. She once told me that she had switched her diet <laughs> to all she was eating was three Hershey's bars during the day. And that was her diet. That's how much of a diet. I know. <laughs> but she wasn't eating anything else, just Hershey's bars. She wasn't even eating any, any like fruit or veggies or no, anything? No, just Hershey's bars. No, no, um, no, no meat or anything? No, just wow. Hershey's bars. I couldn't do that. I get tired of Hershey's bars. I, I don't think that a nutritionist would say that's very healthy. No, it, it, it wouldn't be good, especially if you're not mixing it with other food groups. Yeah, I don't. I, 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 I love her, but she's a little bit, you know. Kind of dingy. A little bit dingy. But, wow. Know, I mean that in a good way. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah. I couldn't survive on three Hershey's bars. No. I'd be like, I need some... I need some rice. I need some noodles or something. I, I need some fruit. Peppers. I need some peppers or broccoli. Shrooms. I mean, oh. Carrot. I meant 
The kind that are like portobellas. No, you, you didn't. didn't. Have to me. What? No. No. How you do didn't. you know? How because do you know? Because I know what you meant. How do you know? Give you, me a kiss. You, hey, shrooms are you... the same thing as mushrooms, bub. Oh my goodness. Shrooms are the same thing as portobellas. You read a lot into things. Give me a kiss. Bub. Give me a kiss. I am reading it into things because it's true. Oh, <laughs> what else? Yeah, you're, 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 uh, she sounds like she's a funny lady. She's very nice. Yeah, I, I would imagine. Yes. Isn't she the one that helped you move? Yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of shrooms. Oh, jeez. I started a texting thing with a friend the other day because she heard that psilocybin is going to become legal here. And so she, she, she is not a fan, but she knew that maybe there might have been some of that in my past. And was uh-huh. She probably knows that. No, she doesn't know I'm that. sure you told her. Oh, way back in the... I'm sure you told her. Yes. You know, it doesn't seem like you keep anything um, from her. Oh? And I'm okay with that. Oh, good. You're... I don't, I don't, I don't see her as a threat, so... No, no. And I told her that you caught that Rona. Oh. And that I think I caught that Rona from you. No. No, I didn't say that. I didn't... No. I said that we both had that Rona. But I didn't say that I caught it from you. Because that was that would not be true. No, that wouldn't be true. I love you, Jay. Whoa, whoa, no. Oh, I love you, Wona Head. Wona Head. But the yeah, the Sharon Jones documentary is pretty powerful. Um, in some ways, it kind of reminded me of my own treatments, and uh, it, it, of course, her cancer was way different than mine. Pancreatic cancer. A lot more fatal than my mine mm-hmm. was, and it was very sad to see that. So then. Since you had cancer and went mm-hmm. through treatment, what was it like watching that documentary last night? It just brought back some memories about having to take my meds, my pre-meds, um, uh, being um, injected with chemotherapy, being hooked up to an IV pole, um, trying to make sure that I brought food with me so I could eat. I Of course, I don't know if you see her with food. But um, it was a it was a process, and I tried to make the best of it, even though it was really not a fun thing to do. There is one scene; it's not when she's doing chemo, <laughs> but she's like backstage somewhere, yeah, and she's eating a sandwich. Mm-hmm. I am a blind guy, which is the caveat to this. But it looked to me like she was taking off the bread of the sandwich and pouring a little bit of coffee on it and then putting the piece of bread back I on hope it. it wasn't coffee. I hope it was like something else, like yeah, I, salt or something. Or, or a sauce, and I hope I just yeah. saw that wrong because I'm blind. And, yeah, and, and she said something about eating like a pickle, like looking for this pickle in her sandwich. She found it, and she was really excited about it. She was like it. really, and she was enjoying the sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, the good thing about, you know, when I was, when I was sick, I... Um, and I'm talking about with my cancer. Yeah. Um, I was very glad that I was able to sustain my appetite. Nice. Because um, when I was the sickest, before I got into the hospital, I had a hard time with eating. And because of what I was taking with my meds, um, and it was the uh, goji berry juice, by the way, mm-hmm. um, it really helped me with my um, appetite. And so that really was one of the reasons why um i was able to get healthier faster than i would have that's good babes i was eating i was walking even after chemo i was able to walk five laps oh that's good 
Yeah, and that's really good to do that. Mm -hmm. Even if I didn't want to, I did it because I, I was my energy was starting to to um um my energy was starting to increase, and it, it really is good to um walk when you can. Yeah, just in general in life, but I imagine after chemo, it is as well, even more so. And then, and then there were be there would be some Saturdays where my mom and I would go to a farmers market, and it was fun to walk in the farmer's market and mm. eat and they had the freshest ingredients and they had the freshest food. They would be cooking things there. Nice. And uh, I, I love farmer's markets. I think they're really fun. Yeah, they can be there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the freshest baked goods, the freshest fruit. Nice. Good stuff. Yes. But yeah, it was, um, it brought back some memories and I'm thinking, Oh boy. I hope I never have to go through that again. Exactly. And if I ever did get something like that, I wouldn't, um, I definitely would not use chemo and radiation as a means of treating it. I've heard a lot of people say that. Now. It is horrible yeah. stuff. It is not good. So like, what would you use? Um, I would have to, I would have to probably do some research on doctors because there are doctors that are not using chemo and radiation for their cancer regimen for patients. Yeah. And that the, um, like I heard that um, Cancer Treatment Centers of America are uh, a top-notch place for cancer patients that are getting treatment. And um, they, they, they treat cancer differently than your traditional. Um, but what do they treat it with? Or does it I vary I heard that they the have patient? like um, time-released pills. Some people use that. Uh -huh. um, I... I don't know exactly what they use in these centers per se. Yeah. But I know that um there are doctors that are unconventional oncologists and they don't want to use chemo and radiation, but they want to use things that actually target the um the tumors. Yeah. Yeah, because as you know, chemo and radiation doesn't just um doesn't just kill bad cells, but it also kills uh, attacks a good cells. Yeah, exactly. And it's really not that good. Yeah to do that it's not good to do that at all mm -hmm. it really should be more direct yes but anywho um yeah it was it was it, some parts of it was hard to watch it's a good documentary though overall ah yes uh, well that's my take what did you think i i thought so too yes and it obviously it made me want to listen <laughs> to more of the dap kings but that's not a hard sell for me in normal times because I, they're so good what I really liked is when she had the dapets. That was interesting. I didn't even yeah. really know about that. I didn't know about that either. And how um, I think she was describing one of the ladies' voices as a um um sounding like uh she was singing a lullaby to a a child. And it was interesting because the dapets were two background singers who helped her yep. in the later recordings. Yep. But they had worked with Sharon back when before she met the Dap Kings when she was just singing at weddings. And they show videotape of the three of them singing in the early 90s. I forgot the song. I don't remember. But uh, it was good, though. It was really it interesting. It was very good. And, mm -hmm. they've known, and they've known each other since their 20s, I think. Yeah. And and uh, it's interesting to me that they didn't make a lot of albums, but they've been um, doing gigs together for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Dap Kings put out four or five albums with Sharon Jones. Wow. I might have that wrong, but it's not that many. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I um I enjoyed it. It is it was very heavy, but it was very um 
educational. You know what? You know what? Another thing that I that I thought was very telling was when she was talking about the racism that was going on in her neighborhood. Yeah, and how um, the parrot would um, he, he the the owner of the shop told the parrot to say um, racist things to the little children that were coming in and and the and the the black families that were coming in, mm-hmm. and he would give these black kids candy but it was so old it had like worms in it and they couldn't eat it i'm like oh that's disgusting yeah and i'm like wow to think that that actually went on i i mean that 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 just that just i mean i couldn't believe it and not that long ago either it was in the 60s yep yeah yes it didn't seem like it was that long ago yes no i mean it's before our lifetimes but it's within our parents lifetime yeah it's terrible stuff mm-hmm. yeah but anyway um it was a good documentary would you rec- t- recommend it to your family well one does your family know about sharon jones and the Dow i don't Kings? know that they do mm. it would be good for them to watch i just don't know if they know who she is yeah or who she was how would you sell it to your family then um I don't know that I would sell it to them. I oh. think I would just say, like, this is a woman that could have been a lot more famous with um, her band, the Dap Kings, but she died before that could happen. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. I wonder what it was like, babes. So the doctor, I think, said that he didn't... Thank you for playing with my ear. You're welcome. He wasn't sure. He didn't really know who Sharon Jones was when he started treating her. Yeah. And then he Googled her and found out about her music. Wow. I wonder what that was like for him. I know. Like, wow, I'm treating somebody that that has put out some albums and done gigs. And well, not only put out some albums, put out some very good albums. Very good opinion. albums, yep. Yeah. And that she was on her way to being big. I mean, I was telling you, in my mind, she's kind of like the female version of Leon Bridges. I would agree. Mm-hmm. I would agree. But she's older than him. Yeah. The older female version of Leon Bridges. But if you're going to try to compare her to I would somebody agree. modern. <clears throat> I would agree, yes. Because mm-hmm. she's not, like, Sade, Sade is soul, but Sade, one, doesn't put out that many albums anymore. Yeah. And two, it's not really like that 60s sound like yes. uh, the Dap Kings have. It it doesn't sound so um, Motownish. Yeah, I wonder if Sade is ever going to put out another album. I hope she does. Maybe she just got busy with her things. Because after Lovers Rock in yeah. ninety nine or two thousand, yep, I think the only other album she's put out besides maybe a Greatest Hits, yeah, is Soldier of Love in like two thousand ten. Wow, or eleven, something like that. <sighs> I didn't know that. Maybe she just likes her life and doesn't want to do music anymore. Yeah, because Lover's Rock came out in the early 2000s. I think either 99 or 2000. Yeah, with that song By Your Side. That's that's a great album. It is. Soldier of Love isn't as good, but it's still really powerful as an album. What album was um, Smooth Operator on? That's off, is it Diamond Life? I don't know. I think it's Diamond Life. Diamond Life? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll take your word for it. I'm not sure. Uh Uh-oh. 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 What if? Why Gav? Yeah, because I remember that song she did, Hold On To Your Love. In heaven's name, why are you walking away? Hold on to your love. Is that how it goes? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. In heaven's name, why are you play these games? Hold on, on to, to your love. love. Yeah, that's a great song, too. Yeah. Oh, oh I love Sade. She is good. I hope she tours again. I'd love to see her. 
Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I won't see Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings there. No. No, unfortunately not. No. Yeah. I wonder what they're all doing now. I don't know. <laughs> I hope they're all making a living. I hope so, too. Yeah. I hope they're playing with the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. yes. So, R.I.P. to Miss Sharon Jones. That's right. Yes. J-Lo. Yes. We watched a film... Directed by Carl Reiner, uh-huh. starring Stephen Martin. Steve Martin and Kathleen Turner. Called? The Man with Two Brains. And when I was around six years old, living in an old folks uh, center. Had to be fun. Well, so let me give the explain that a little bit more. My mom did hospice care for old mm-hmm. people. Yeah. So we lived, I guess, in an old folks home, technically. And we got free cable. But anyways, one night my mom says the man with two brains is on cable. I only watched a couple scenes from it. And then my mom told me to watch it again when I was like 12. And I only watched a few scenes from it then. So I'd seen parts of the movie. I don't know if I'd seen it from beginning to end though. Mm. And it had been years and years and years. Last night, we sit down in an honor, loving memory of my mom. (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't in it wasn't in memory of her. We though. dedicate this film to her. We watched the man with two brains. I we didn't we didn't dedicate to her. Okay, good point. <laughs> we just watched it. <laughs> Why don't you tell me about this movie? Okay, so basically, um, you see Steve Martin, and he is this um brain surgeon, correct? Yes. And his his name is Doctor Heffer. <laughs> <laughs> That was great. <laughs> Michael Hafarara. And his wife, I think just recently died, his uh his wife Rebecca. And I forgot how she died. Do I remember? don't think they actually mentioned in the movie. But there's a statue of her. Yeah, but they don't actually say how she <laughs> passed away. Meanwhile, um Kathleen Turner is this woman named Dolores who I think kills off her husband. Or tries to tries to kill off her husband. Like she's a crazy woman. And um Michael, um, Michael finds her and she got into this serious accident. To correct you, what happens is I think she's running away from the house and Michael hits her with his car. Okay. And decides to perform brain surgery on her. Yeah. 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 Sorry, keep going. And, um, she, he performs brain surgery on her and some, somehow they end up, um, Falling in love and getting married, which I think is kind of strange. I think he falls in love with her. But oh, yeah. she fall. He falls in love with her, and they get married. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. You want to? You want to keep? No, no. Going? You you tell me, babes. No, no. You go no, fill you it in. No, you go ahead. No, no. You do. No, you. I don't know. I you insist. fill. You fill some of it in, babes. Are you okay? Yes. She's not really filling Steve Martin. They go to. I want to say Europe yep. for some conference. Yep. And. Somebody comes up to Michael, a.k.a. Steve Martin, and says, hey, I've been working on this new technique. I want you to come back to my condo to see what I'm doing with these brains. Yep. They go back. All these brains are in jars. And he says, you know that uh, surgeon dude who uh, was kind of popular who died? I put his brain in the chimp. But it's not really in a gorilla, but it's not really working out too well. Yep. Meanwhile... There's this person called the elevator killer who murders people and then gives the brain to this one evil scientist. I don't know if he's an evil scientist. I guess we can say that. Yeah. J-Lo, pick it up. So 
<clears throat> um, so anyway, um, he notices before the elevator killer killer is um more prominent in the movie, he notices when he um is thinking of his first wife, he's singing their song, and then a a brain from one of the jars decides to sing along with him. Mm-hmm. Her name is Anne um uh, Mahay or whatever. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts to fall in love with this brain, even though she doesn't know what's going on. She's like, well, how I can't even feel anything. I don't know what's going on. Am I dead? Huh. And meanwhile, he's having some problems with his wife and she realizes that, that she realizes that he's cheating on her with the brain. And, and before that she was cheating on him with, uh, that one guy. She cheated on him a couple of times. A couple of times, yeah. And she's only staying because she finds out that he's going to inherit like $15 million. So she's she wants him for the money. Yeah. She tries to cook the brain, which is kind of an odd scene. Yeah, it is a weird scene. Yeah. You you burn out her nines because he makes the brain count. Yeah, and that's right. And anymore. she can't count nine, yeah. Um, eventually, Kathleen Turner... Becomes a victim of the elevator killer, who we find out is Merv Griffin. <laughs> you know, I just love to kill. It just seemed to work. And, and Merv Griffin seems like a a nice guy for um, all intents and purposes. I don't know much about him except that either. he was super rich and he created Jeopardy and yeah. Wheel Fortune and sold them both to the Coca Cola Corporation back right. in the day. Yeah. Which is odd that we were just talking about those shows earlier. I, I know. Yeah. In any event, takes her body, transfers the brain, and he gets electrocuted. He's in the hospital for like six weeks. By now, Anne has put on some weight in Kathleen Turner's body. But they're still in love, and that's how the movie ends. <laughs> it's a weird movie. Yeah. It was funny, but weird. It's not the deepest film ever made. I'd probably give it a seven. Yeah, but it's fun. It's you a could, fun movie. You could have cut maybe 10 minutes out of the, at the end. I, I would say that too, yeah. Yeah. It didn't have to be an extra 10 minutes. But I thought it was funny. Overall, it was really good though. Yes. Yeah. I thought I thought Steve Martin was great as a um, a brain surgeon, surgeon where he's like, I found out a way to screw off the top of the head without shaving the head. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> and he was doing his presentation. Yes. I thought that was hilarious. This film, I don't think, made that much money when it came out. I think it was technically a flop. Yeah. Um, And I could see it going either way with something like this. I, You know what? I liked it better than that one sci-fi movie we saw. Which one? Um, Who was it with? Um, What was it called? Interstellar. I would agree. I like it better than Interstellar. Yeah. Because Interstellar was kind of weird. It was. Yeah. Um... I liked it. It's not my favorite Steve Martin film. It's actually kind of lower, I would say, on the filmography. I would agree. But it was worth watching. Um, I thought he was funnier in um, The Three Amigos. and. See, I didn't really like The Three Amigos that much. You said you liked it. I liked it, but I didn't love it. <sighs> Tough crowd. I know. I thought you said you liked it, though. I, I thought it was good. Oh. It, it, it's not high on my list of Steve Martin movies, though. 
But uh, um, yeah, but but it's high on my list of Chevy Chase movies, though. Okay. And it's better than Inner Space. Interstellar. Inter- Interstellar. I thought Interstellar. I thought it was Inner Space. Are we talking about the one? Oh, we're talking about the Matthew McConaughey movie. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, not Interstellar. Um, the one Inner Space. Yeah. Yeah. That was the it. one with Martin Short. Yes. Yeah. yeah and uh, Meg Ryan. Yeah, that was that was not that was not fun. Yeah. I I thought it was a weird movie. It was. Yeah. <laughs> but you said you liked it. What? Interspace. I liked it when I was a kid, but I okay. saw it when I was six. And then we rewatched it. And I said then that it wasn't that good. Yeah, I thought it was the weirdest movie ever. Mm-hmm. The weirdest, one of the weirdest sci-fi movies I've seen. Weird is good. It can be good, but it's not necessarily good or bad. Exactly. Yeah. It but, could be weird and enjoyable, but weird and just weird. Exactly. Would you recommend this film to... Well, what does this film teach us about dating a brain? Um, There's a lot of issues connected to that. <laughs> you, you, I don't think people realize what goes into dating a brain. Nice. Yeah. Would you... Uh, would you recommend this film to your family? <sighs> oh, are you falling asleep? No. Nope. Okay, good. Um, I don't know that I would, honestly. It's not my favorite Steve Martin movie. That's fair. Yeah, I would recommend other stuff to them. Good. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about this movie. I don't know. It was just a weird sci-fi movie. Yeah. And this is when Kathleen Turner was actually young and attractive. Mm-hmm. Pre, uh, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And pre-Californication. Uh, and, uh, and pre-Serial Mom. That's right, babes. Serial Mom, she was a psycho. It was a fun movie. Though. It was it was funny, but she was just. <laughs> and now she's an old lady. That's right, babes. Who plays androgynous parts? Oh, yeah. Oh, good for her, babes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she she was kind of she's funny, but she's I was like, oh, she's so old. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <clears throat> yes. Oh, good for her, babes. She played. Um, <clears throat> she played Chandler's dad on Friends. Yeah, you told me that. It was very strange. <laughs> yes. Nice. Her and, and Morgan Fairchild. Oh, I hope she was fair was a child. I don't know. I hope so. Morgan Fairchild. Yeah, she better be fair was a child. Why? I don't know. I don't know either. Yes. Silly. Oh, good. Yes. Well, babes. Yes. Did you have any dreams last night? I did not. Nice. What are some self-love exercises or goals you have for this week? Uh, catch up on my sleep. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm just thankful that my appetite, my energy is starting to come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, the last week and a half was just ugh. Yeah. It wasn't fun, even though the symptoms were milder than I thought they were going to be. It still wasn't so fun. Nice. Yeah. I think for me, I'm going to reach out to friends. And just trying to get my energy level back up now that I'm finally starting to get over that Rona. Yeah. Yeah. How was your energy level? I don't know if I asked you this yesterday, but or the day before. How was your energy level when you were um, heading here? Was it was it still kind of off? It was off, but it wasn't like I was going to fall asleep or. Oh, anything. good. Yeah. I thought you're going to fall because you're just too tired. No, it wasn't anything like that. Oh, good. Yeah. Very good. But babes, you sound tired. 
I'm a, I'm, I'm a little bit tired. Oh, what did I say? Bubs, it wasn't 20 minutes. Oh, that is fair. But I'm I, feeling it. I didn't ask you at the 20 minute mark, though. Hmm. Mm. All right, babes, maybe you should kiss and wrap this up. That's right. All right. Okay. Okay. Then you're going to have to kick me out. That's right. Uh oh. Bye, babes. Okay. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.